Yes, yes, yes. You have tuned in to Renewed My Revolution podcast with your host, Michelle Cook Hall. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faith versus Fear, Breaking Family Ties, which can be found and available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. This podcast is designed with you in mind to remind you that you can always click that reset button and start all over again. It's never too late to be great. So now I want you to sit back. I want you to relax. I want you to clear your mind, take in that deep breath, prepare yourself for change as we listen in on Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cook-Hall. Let's go. Welcome, welcome to Renewed My Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Kakal. As always, it is my honor, it is my pleasure to be able to come and share some tips and some tools with you guys that I know will help you to assist you in becoming the better version of yourselves. Look, we all need that, right? We all need to make sure that we are living the life that we are, number one, designed to live. Uh, number two, reaching our full potential. Number three, um, a life that we can be proud of. Okay, proud of. So these are just, you know, moments where you can spend some time with me, where we kind of review different topics, uh, different issues, concerns, um, and ways, ways, effective ways to get you to the point in your life where you want to be and need to be. Will things be perfect? Absolutely not. We are imperfect people, right? And circumstances and just situations just, just does not allow us to be that way. But we're flawed. We're just, by nature, we're flawed. So there will be problems. There will be issues. There will be hiccups along the road. But the the point of this is to uh, minimize as much as we can so that we can live a quality lifestyle. That's what's important that we're we're trying to emphasize in this podcast, living a quality lifestyle. I am your host, if you haven't figured it out by now. My name is Michelle Kakal, and it is always a good day when I'm able to come and pour out into those who have taken the time and have entrusted me, you know, with their ears. Um, and so that's so important to me because what we put in us is important. So if you've taken the time to say, hey, she has something that I want to listen to, then that means everything to me. You've taken that time to do that. So I just want to thank you all for that. And I want to get to the topic today. I want to get you straight to it. You guys know how I am. Some days I feel preachy. Some days we're straight um, to the books, you know, and then some days I'm just flowing. Well, one today is definitely one of those flowing days. It's um, just something that is on my mind and on my heart, and I want to uh, share with you. So here we go. Now, we're talking about uh, improvements. We're talking about being a better version of yourself. We're talking about, um, you know, 
evaluating your life, evaluating my life, and 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 seeing the hiccups and notice, you know, noticing the hiccups that we've had in our lives, and realizing that hey, I need to change. I need to click the what reset button because that's what this podcast is about. Clicking the reset button and starting all over again. Okay, so but here's 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 the reality. Here's a here's a major hiccup. One of the major hiccups, and I'm talking about whatever it is that's going on in your life. It could be health, it could be um, social status, it could be um, uh, religion, it could be uh, financial, it could whatever. Okay, jobs, mental health. There, it could be a variety of reasons why you have decided to tune in to me today. Okay, but there is one factor that is what I consider to be um, something that was out of your realm and out of my realm of control. Okay, out of your realm and out of my realm of control. There's many things that are out of our control that happens. But I'm going to talk about something specifically that can actually affect all of the all of the things that I've just uh, mentioned, all the, the things that I just listed. Okay, and that is our family structure, our upbringing. Okay, our upbringing, our culture, our community. Okay, so this is what I'm saying today based upon your community, based upon my community, and the first community that I'm talking about is our core community, right? Those who um, were responsible for. Uh, teaching us and and the environment that we were in growing up and and gaining those first necessary skills of life okay okay so based upon that environment that environment can uh, change different factors in your life and I mean as well as health because um, if you're not receiving a healthy diet, um, you know, if you provided, you know, poor, uh, unhealthy foods growing up, that can affect your diet, you know, as an adult, okay, or even as a teenager, right? Um, when you're not taught about uh, finances, it's not taught to you in a healthy way, that can affect you growing up. Um, if you are in a, an unhealthy mental, emotional environment that can affect you. You can start experiencing different mental mental health issues and emotionally health, you know, health issues based upon this environment. So these are just certain things that we're talking about. Even religion. People can go too far left, too far right. There's no balance. There's confusion. There's uh well S being S communicated. If you don't do this, you don't do that. It just I mean, it's a lot that can what affect you as an adult. Okay, so what do you do? What do you do when you are finding yourself in this situation in life, whatever your situation is, right? Whatever your struggle is right now in life. And then after, you know, constantly evaluating and reviewing and maybe you receive therapy and you know and then out of therapy you realize a lot of the things that have that you find yourself in right now in life is based upon your community right based upon your your environment based upon that that moment where you were supposed to receive those core values right 
And because of that, you're now in this place where you are. What do you do? Okay. Let me start off with what you don't do. What you don't do is decide to ignore that. Okay. One of my pet peeves is when people know something is wrong, right? But they make a conscious decision to say, well, I am, you know, whatever age, this is who I am. That's the end of it. I'm not going to change. Now, they're not happy. People around them, they're making miserable. They're not reaching their full potential. They are in a, a, a bad, you know, status in their life. But they have just made up in their mind, this is just what it is. There is, you know, nothing I'm, you know, I can do about it. I am 50 years old. I'm 60 years old. I'm 30 years old, whatever. Um, and this is just who I am. Okay. That is one thing that really gets under my skin. When we say, this is just who I am. Knowing that, you know, normally, normally when people are saying that, they're saying that because there's something wrong. No one ever says that in a positive state. Like somebody say, oh my God, you just, you know, you're, you're, you're a wonderful person. You, your personality is great. You, you, you know, uh, accomplish so much and, and you're such a lovely, have a lovely demeanor and you're such a giver. You, no one in response says, well, that's just, you know, who I am and I'm not going to change. No, that is normally said when, when, when it's brought to the attention when it's brought to the light, that there is some flaws, there are some issues, there are some concerns. And then you hear somebody say, well, that's just the way I am. That's just my personality. That's just who I am. So it's never said in a positive, a positive way. That is a cop out. That is an excuse. That is a, a terrible excuse um, for deciding to stay in a place that you don't have to stay. And normally these individuals, like I said, it's not that you're just toxic to yourself, but you're toxic to those around you. And that's your excuse. Well, this is just who I am. Love me or leave me. Well, bye. <laughs> well, bye. You know, they're going to leave you. You're going to be by yourself. No one wants to be around a toxic individual. So that's the first thing you don't do. You don't disregard it. You know, and saying this is just who I am, love me or leave me, um, and that's the end of the story. Absolutely not. That is not a good character to have. Um, so that's the first thing. We don't ignore it. We don't pretend like it don't exist. We don't just, you know, function in chaos, okay? Because we talked about this before in several podcasts where people, some people are just so used to their chaos that they'll stay there, even though it's an unhealthy place to be, even though it is, you know, making them miserable and others around them miserable, but this is all that they know. So when people have a choice between something that's familiar and something that is foreign, they choose familiar. Hear me again. If people have a choice between, between what is familiar and what is foreign, they're going to choose what is familiar, even if it's chaotic, even if it is unhealthy. Even if it is detrimental, they still would choose it because that's what they're familiar with. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage and confidence to break away from something that you're familiar with, something that brings you uh, comfort only because you are familiar with it. 
okay? Even though it is like a, a terrible cycle, okay? So it's a terrible cycle, but it's familiar. So therefore, it becomes my comfort. You ever heard of comfort in chaos, right? So, you know, you, you have individuals who are comfortable in this chaos, but it takes so much strength. It takes so much confidence to break away from this chaos to break away from this and I'm talking to those today who are who are uh, breakers okay those who decide to break the cycle those who decide to break generational curses off their lives um I remember writing the book breaking family ties and I just you know was just reviewing you know different things that my family had suffered Okay, physical ailments and I mean sickness and afflictions in young life and died young. And um and I mean like literally died young. And um it broke my heart to, to when I start to list the il the ailments, the sicknesses, the afflictions, um and, and how that shortened their life. Um and so I began to think about these generational curses and I went further and started thinking about finances and those who um you know have this repetitive cycle you know of living in poverty you know and, and begin to think about breaking that you know we in in my household I'm teaching constantly about generational wealth right and I don't mean just monetary but I mean health you know mental emotional as well as monetary you know, that's wealth because you can have, you know, financial wealth, but yet don't have the peace, you know, the peace that comes, you know, with knowing that you are covered, you know, by God and you're kept by God. That peace that surpasses all understanding that will guard your heart and your mind. You know, you, you might not have that. You might have the money, but not have that. But I'm looking for this this, this ministry of the whole person. And that's why we're talking about this today. The, the ministry of the whole person is extremely important to me. And I, and I really have started first in my first ministry, which is my home. So I often teach about protecting their physical health, protecting their mental health, protecting their emotional health, and, and working towards that financial uh, wealth as well. But it's a whole person, and I deal with that even with myself. China is trying to uh, find the balance, trying to um, make sure that I am not overextending myself, overworking myself, not taking care of the physical, not taking care of the mental. I mean, these are things that I do to myself as well. And so in order for me to do that, there are so many layers that I've had to personally uh, begin to pull off. Okay, because we, we're talking about community. We're talking about our original community, right? The community that once again have poured into us, that has taught us, that has nurtured us, right? And so we know that we've been affected by so many people in, in those core years of our life, right? And all of those individuals have impacted us in one way or another. And so at the point that you are here in your life, 
you got the good and you got the bad. No, no community is perfect. So you're going to have the good and going to have the bad. But some, some communities, some environments, your, you know, of your upbringing, some people have had environments that are really, really um, hurtful, really hard, really treacherous. And these, these environments cause a lot of damage to individuals now as there are, are adults. And so that's more layers. That's more layers. And so what I'm saying is we know what not to do and that is to ignore. So if I don't ignore these things and say, I am who I am, what am I supposed to do, Michelle? What am I supposed to do when I was sexually abused as a young child? What am I supposed to do if right now I'm still dealing with that pain? I'm still dealing with that hurt that has affected my entire life. Nobody understands that. Nobody gets that because they think that I am now, you know, 30 some odd years old and I'm supposed to be over something that happened to me when I was 10, but I'm not. I'm still carrying that baggage. I'm still carrying that load. I'm still carrying that on my shoulder. Come on, somebody. That's somebody's story. That is somebody's story. I decided to cope with the pain with drugs, you know, because in my household, that's what they did. They, they, they drank away their pain. They, they medicated away their pain. They, nobody wanted to face what they were going through. So now I'm doing the same thing. Now, now all the, the things that I try to forget is now haunting me. So now I am trying to, uh, to find a way to cope. I'm trying to find a way to make it another day. And, and I'm not living in the moment, Michelle. I'm not living in the moment. I am, I am just trying to, to function. I'm just trying to get through. Come on, somebody. Come on. Somebody, that's their story. Somebody, that's their life. And, and, and because of that, because of that, we, we, we're finding people who are walking the streets in a, a zombie type of state of mind. They're, they're just moving, but they're not living, you know. And I think what can be even more hurtful is when around them, they feel like everybody else is thriving. Everybody else has figured it out and got it going on in their life. And I'm here in pain. I'm here suffering from something that happened to me when I was 10 or something that happened to me when I was 20. And I'm, and I'm hurting from something that has, you know, impacted my whole entire community, my whole entire household when I was, you know, seven. And I'm still struggling with that. That's somebody's story. And for those individuals today, who were, who were in a position where things happened to you, not because of you. Come on, somebody. It happened to you and not because of you. This message today is for you. This message is to tell you that, number one, you are loved. You are valuable. You are important. And you are not an accident. You are not a mistake. The fact that you're still alive, the fact that you're still here, the fact that you're able to even hear this message today shows you that you are loved. 
and that God has taken the time out to show you that he knows, that he cares, that he's seen it. He's not oblivious to what we go through. Come on. He's not oblivious. He's not sitting back with his hands tied in his back saying, yeah, I see it, but there's nothing I'm going to do about it. He doesn't get any pleasure out of seeing you or I hurt or struggle. But he is patiently waiting for us to say, you know what? I surrender all. I cannot do it on my own. I cannot make this on my own. I need help. And that's what we have to do. Be honest and say, I need help. This is hard. This is not something that I can carry. My, my shoulders are not built for this type of weight by myself. And what's so awesome about that is that he does not expect you or I to carry it alone. Because even in the scripture, the description of him is he is a heavy load sharer. So whatever load you are carrying, he is a heavy load sharer. So the first thing that we do is acknowledge it acknowledge the pain acknowledge the, the 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 core of the issue wherever it started from wherever the point is the root of this issue is acknowledge that this happened to me not because of me this was done to me not because of me you know be honest about that and once you expose something, it's something amazing about hearing that out loud. It, it kind of strips away its power when you're able to vocally, even if it's just you by yourself in a room, you know, there's something powerful about acknowledging something that has tried to hold you down, trap you, pull you, hold you hostage. Come on, somebody. It's something powerful about acknowledging that and saying, yes, I've been afraid for many years because of this, this, or that. Yes, I've been in pain for so many years because of this, this, or that, okay? Yes, I've been angry. Come on, somebody. Somebody got some misplaced anger. I've been angry, but I've been angry really not at my kids, not at my spouse, not at my, my, you know, my co-workers, not at the church. But I'm really angry at this that happened this many years ago. Get to the core. Be honest with yourself and say, look, that hurt. That was wrong. I was wronged. You know, and people think that, you know, some people say, what does it matter? What does it matter to, to say that or to acknowledge that? I, you know, I, I'm fine, you know, but you're not. You're not. When you look over, you know, your life and you realize the choices that you've made, you know, you realize 
wow, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not okay. Like I really should be way further than where I am right now in life, but I'm not there. And I wonder why. Start to review. I'm struggling in this area, you know, and I don't know why. You know, what is it? Why can't? Why am I behaving this way? Why am I not good with my finances? Why am I so, you know, easily angered? Why am I running to substance abuse? You know, instead of dealing with my, what is it? What's really going on? Why am I, you know, happy one moment and all of a sudden I just get really sad, depressed and want to cry out the blue? Like, what really is the issue? Come on, somebody. Somebody's being helped today. Somebody's being helped today. What is the real issue? What is really going on? You know, and sometimes as I stated, you will go back and you'll see it's this environment. You know, and it's this to, to acknowledge that is not to pass blame on anybody specific at all. It's not about that. It's just the fact that, you know, our environments really do develop who we are, you know. And to, to be honest, it, it's, it's our strengths and our weaknesses. Okay. So just as you, you know, you might have a personality where they say, man, you're strong. Just like, you know, your grandfather was. He's a strong guy. and He went to work every day to take care of his family. And you're a family man just like that. But then on the other hand, they could also say, you know, but he had a really, really bad drinking problem. You know, he had a really bad drinking problem. And he, he really caused a lot of, you know, hectic environment in our family. Right? And so what you got from that is I need to be strong. I need to be a hard worker. I need to take care of my family, right? But, you know, it doesn't matter if I get a little drunk every now and then. If I can't hold my liquor, that's not my fault. My grandfather couldn't hold his liquor either. Let's get to the core. Let's get to the real core, you know? So it, that's just a small example of how our environment kind of creates, um, you know, the good and the bad values that we have. And, you know, it can really, like I said, depending on the environment, how toxic it is, it could be really, really bad. You know, it could be really bad. Um, I think I've shared this story before. I'm going to share it again. Um, it was this very, you know, young lady that I met uh, many years ago. And um, as I was working, you know, to help her and assist her, um, she had this little boy. This little boy probably was around um, maybe four, four years old. And he was literally just hitting her in my presence, like, you know, just out of control, slapping her in the face, pushing her. Um, just really just obvious to me, you know, out of control. And whenever I come around, you know, parents with, with unruly children, you know, if I'm working with them or talking with them, I can't ignore it. I'm going to acknowledge it. You know, I'm going to acknowledge the child. I'm going to acknowledge the parent, you know, because I'm a parent. So, you know, it's just, it's just in me. I'm a mom, right? And so um, I asked her, you know, why is he hitting you that way? Why is he punching you? You know, I'm, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand why she's taking it, 
but maybe she was just doing it because she was in front of me, but she was just constantly trying to grab his hands and stop him and all of that. Um, but there was no form of real discipline shown to him, no tone or eye contact or anything that would have worked with my kids, right? It was nothing that I saw her do. And so I was really confused. So the first thing I went to is why is he doing this? And she just, you know, she was young and inexperienced. And she just says, I don't know. You know, she kind of thought it was kind of like a chuckle. I don't know why he does that. Ha ha. And I didn't think it was funny at all. And so he's smart, right? So he's listening to my questioning of her. And he interjected and said, well, that's because that's what my father does. That's what my daddy does, right? And I looked at her. I said, well, boom, there you go. Like he answered the question for me. He answered the question to you. So this is his environment, right? He's he, he's in an environment. He's a young baby already because he's at that impressionable age, right? Where, you know, we, we used to tell our kids, do as I saying that as I do, that doesn't work. I don't even know where that came from as adults, but it does not work. Kids is going to look first, seeing what you do, and they're going to mimic that behavior. So, you know, um, just as laughing is contagious in his own way, so is that. So he's in this environment where his mother is being most likely physically abused. And, you know, obviously the father is hitting her and so him being a male child he is literally mimicking the the thing that he's seeing that his father's doing to his mother now he wasn't doing it to me i'm a i'm a woman i'm a female i'm sitting there but he's doing it to her because in his mind right this is okay. She's accepting it from my father. So she's going to accept it from me. And if she doesn't stop that from the father as well as him, then, you know, he's going to be exactly like his father, but eventually to somebody else. Okay. And and, and it was just a, a very sad thing to, to hear and to see, but I was really to be honest, impressed how smart this child was to let her know, Hey, this is why I'm doing it. You know, I'm doing it because it's what my daddy does. And that just goes to show, um, once again, you know, you, this young baby will grow up and he can grow up and, you know, end up having a toxic environment with, with someone in his life and, you know, be a miserable individual and not accomplishing the things that he could in life, you know, because he can get in trouble and find himself, you know, incarcerated and, and not only affecting his life, but what affecting the uh, person's life that he's abusing. I mean, it, it, it becomes a, a awful cycle, right? An awful cycle. But this just goes back to what I'm saying about our environment, our community. It actually plays a huge part in what we struggle with. And so I say that because I want to make sure that when we are factoring in where we are in our life right now and where we need to be. We're factoring in the real roots. We're going back and we're looking at our environment and we're seeing this, did this environment contribute to where I am right now? And once again, it's not to get mad at anybody. It's not to go make phone calls and say, look, here's your fault that I'm, you know, dealing with this or dealing with that. Absolutely not. It's not for that at all. But it's so that you can get a better understanding 
of what you're dealing with, what you're really dealing with. And, and, and then that can help be a, a huge part of your healing process when you realize that, hey, I'm really, you know, struggling with uh, finding someone to love and spend the rest of my life with because I don't trust men or I don't trust women because not just because I think they're all shady or that they all up to something no good or they're all not trustworthy. No, but because what I grew up in an environment where, you know, the men or the women in my life were habitual cheaters, right? Habitual cheaters or someone hurt me, you know, and they did something to me. And so now I don't trust anyone that is of that uh, sex, you know. So it's, it's so many factors that can play a part into where you are right now in life. And you know what? I mean, let me, I'm going to end, but I want to show you something. A lot of times, now this is from the outside looking, looking at someone else's situation, right? A lot of times when someone is really bitter, bitter, right? And, you know, it, it used to be a time in my life where I was just, you know, had no patience for that. You know, like when you're just angry and bitter. But then over time and with discernment, you know, um, and wisdom comes the acknowledgement that there is a root to their bitterness. There is a root to why they're so angry and so bitter. Now, does that justify them to behave the way they, they behave? No, because they have a right, just like anybody else, to reevaluate themselves and become a better version of themselves and do better. When we learn, we grow. When we grow, we're supposed to change, right? But it just allows you to look um, from a different perspective. It won't be as... You know, we are not in a position to judge. We're not, I don't sit in the seat of judgment. That's something I don't do at all. I don't judge. But I, I really try to look at it from um, another view. So there's a lot of times where I see people, they're just so angry, so mean. You know, even people who I've seen just so outwardly racist, right? Or gender biased, right? And every part of me wants to just, you know, just get real angry but I realized what toxic environment were they raised in that they have this mentality or this attitude or this piousness like what environment were they you know in that created that you know created that and when when I can look at it from that perspective then sometimes it's just so clear to me like you know how angry or bear someone is that oh my god like what are you dealing with like what really is the issue um and and i and i thank god for that because um it shows compassion a lot of times um and i want god to show compassion to me now does it you know once again just give them the right to do whatever no say whatever absolutely not um it just gives you another view of okay you know what I can't allow them to make me bitter. I can't allow that to come and spew over to me, you know, because obviously they're dealing with something else. So like, you you, you know, you could be at, at work or 
or in a public place or somebody just evil and just mean, just bitter and just angry and you're just like, what is wrong? And they'll, and if you don't watch it, you, this is something I haven't discussed before, but on the podcast, but there could be what I call a transferring of energy, transference of energy. We're going to talk about that um, in a podcast coming up soon, but that, that can literally happen where you're around somebody they're bitter they're mean they're evil the next thing you know if you're not protecting and watching yourself you would adopt that same energy that same negative they'll make you go there is what we call it right you end up going there right where they are and you don't want to do that you don't want to do that you want to be able to say wow like this is a really per- angry person with some you know real issues that's going on and don't go there like I'm not giving you that. I'm not. I'm not going to, you know, exchange this negative energy with you. I'm not going to exchange this negative dialogue with you. I'm not going to go back and forth with you with that because obviously you have something going on. You know, I come in with a good attitude and a good mood. You know, and trying to you know take care of whatever, but you come with something different. And so it takes um, discernment. And, uh, in order for you to see that it takes, you know, the the step back and the look, you know, at it from a different perspective for you to see that. And so that's important, too. So um, I just wanted to encourage you guys today to do some reflecting, reflection. Do a little reflection today and dig deep um, today into seeing, you know, where you are. How did I get here? You know, what was taught to me? You know, what was done to me? What was shared to me? Who did I let impart into me? You know, all these things play a huge part in where you are right now. And once again, some things was not, it wasn't even, you know, up to you. You know, it was done to you, not because of you. So, um, it's Take that motto, share that motto, hashtag that motto, okay? And also make sure you hashtag and renew my revolution podcast. But it was it was it was done to you, not because of you. Listen, this has been an outstanding day. I've had an awesome time sharing with you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Renew My Revolution Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. Remember to go to Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com and check out the books, Family, uh, Breaking Family Ties and Faith Versus Fear. Look at me get tongue-tied. <laughs> um, but that's what happens when I ramble on for a long period of time. Love you, but most importantly, God loves you more. God bless you guys.